This episode of Watch Out for Fireballs is brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com forward slash duckfeedtv. Thank you. My name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. You're listening to Watch Out for Fireballs. It is a retro gaming podcast. Yes, and this week we are reading your responses to Doom 2. Yeah, and you guys came out in force, mm-hmm. given that this is a such an influential and popular game. So we're going to get, uh, get started. Um, Derek says via Facebook. So I was playing the game when I was four. Mom likes to remind me of a cute story that I asked for an exit sign for Christmas, and Dad told her it was because that's at the end of a level in Doom 2. I think that's all she knows about Doom. <laughs> I like the, the idea of the iconic exit sign from Doom. <laughs> yeah. I just like the idea of that starting a long, uh, a, a long lifetime fascination with institutional fixtures. <laughs> <laughs> Derek, do you, you want to go play that game about the exit sign, buddy? <laughs> You can play the exit game before dinner. It is a game about exiting places, isn't it? That's true. Most (laughs) games are, though, when you think about it. Yep. Exiting and entering. I mean, most games are about sitting in a room and touching buttons. I guess that's true. Yeah. Uh, Exiting your dignity. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Brian writes in via Facebook saying, you know how sometimes two pieces of media get intertwined in your mind forever for no good reason? I was watching the Simpsons episode, I Love Lisa, when I was less than 10 years old, slaying some demons in Doom. I couldn't tell you what level precisely, but that whole afternoon I was banging my head against one level over and over again. I choo-choo-choose you. The demon said <laughs> said to me as Ralph Wiggum grew into, hell, into a hellish monstrosity that devoured Lisa on the spot. N- n- no, wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh pretty good i love those mm-hmm. uh little conflations mm-hmm. um yeah and that happens to me as well <laughs> i mentioned before um the rem album green and arrow <laughs> the acrobat um <laughs> daryl duval says via contact doom 2 such a had such a huge impact on me as an impressionable youth i used to like adventure games and pop music the televangelists were right after doom 2 i started listening to metal and playing fps's while I'm being a bit facetious, that is objectively a true statement. <laughs> it's funny. Did you have like a like I'm I'm going to draw in the margin. I'm going to draw demons in the margin of my, of my notebook kind of thing and listening to much harder music than you would ultimately find. Um, I never got super into metal. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked Nirvana. Um, so I would try to get into other grunge bands mm-hmm. that were also a little bit hard. But I realized that like I like Nirvana because they're a pop band. Yep. So I never got really into metal. I did draw a lot of demons yeah. um, during that phase and continue to do so. <laughs> it wasn't about worship is the thing. Yeah. 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 Like I didn't, I didn't love the demons. I just think they look, look cool. <laughs> yeah. It's the same reason that it's the monster manual thing. Like it's mm-hmm. still true. Like I still think that the demons are cool. Yeah. My version of this was super like just not hardcore at all. Like the hardest music I ended up liking was Queens of the Stone Age when yeah. I was in high school. And like, I still like that. Like it's fine. And then all the kids' parents wanted their uh, their kids to hang out with me because I was a good influence. God. Little did they know. <laughs> it was like Queens of the Stone Age you listened to. Oh, gosh. You know, just he's listening to that. And Caius, they, they, they sing songs about weed. <laughs> hmm. uh, uh, Graham writes in saying, uh, via the contact, rather, uh, when I first played Doom 2 as a kid, I was introduced to my greatest video game love level design maps like under halls and the living end continue to enchant me even today not every level in doom 2 is excellent but i can think of many that i would rather skip and the main campaign is one of my favorite video game journeys ever from the surface of earth to the depths of hell doom 2 is a wild ride that gets more intense as it goes along yeah well put 
mm-hmm. hope that listening to the episode didn't drive you crazy if we didn't <laughs> call out the things that you liked about this specific episode. It's like yeah. 30 levels of doom is a lot to tackle yeah. in, a, in a podcast in, in that kind of detail. So we definitely had to give kind of the cursory yeah. and, uh, examination. And a lot of the stuff that they were doing is incredibly subtle. For, for as unsubtle yeah. as the game is, like they're, you know, it would be like an episode a day kind of thing. Yeah. Like you could do that. Like the Daily mm-hmm. Doom podcast would be a great podcast. And if somebody yeah. makes it, I'd check it out. Yeah. Where it's just like, but let's that, talk about the design decisions in this level. That kind of already exists with those YouTube things, though. Like oh, that. yeah. 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 But the, but they're they're neat. They're out there. And I, mm-hmm. I apologize if you're irritated. We did not provide that. Yeah. Not to sound quite so defensive, but mm. it is a... Uh, it is a true thing that I uh, I recognize I didn't have the vocabulary for. Yeah, I as, mean, as we were recording, and and yeah, this this is one of those things that is that that is beloved enough where we have to kind of say, "Yep, we're tourists." Yep, exactly. Even though I do, I also love it. Still yep. a tourist. Um, archive lover says via contact. As a child, I used to play every game on the easiest difficulty, even with cheats. I don't remember my motivation for it. Might have been an understanding that I was a dumb kid or just an inability to delay gratification. Either way, Doom 2 has the dubious honor of being the first PC game that I ever beat fair and square. <laughs> Still on the easiest difficulty, though. I don't think I even knew how to strafe. <laughs> Man, strafing. I, I never got a handle on that. Like, even in, um, like, GoldenEye days, mm-hmm. like, like, strafing was incredibly useful. You know what it was? The people that I played GoldenEye with they thought strafing was cheating because you could pop out from corners. And so when I tried to do it, they were like, no, no, you can't do that. That's cheating. I'm like, it's on the controller. And they're like, we we don't play it that way. Well, that's dumb. I know. What Mm. a bunch of (laughs) (laughs) dum-dums. Um, (laughs) Let's see here. Um, Evan writes in via contact saying, one of my earliest gaming related memories was watching my brothers play doom two on my dad's gateway. I distinctly remember them using the no clip cheat to get inside the icon of sin to, de- to see John Romero's severed head on a spike, which was actually kind of terrifying for five-year-old me. However, since the game was actually loaned to my dad at the time, I never got a chance to play it. I finally did play it when I was a teenager in the mid to late 2000s, after finding it on a sketchy freeware website. For context, I basically grew up on Goldeneye and the first two Halos, so I was pleasantly surprised to find out how fun the game was despite its age. It simply wasn't like anything I, anything else that I had played at the time. The movement was fa- fast-paced and the weapons st- all felt great, uh, not to mention the pure catharsis of mowing down hordes of demons with the chain gun or the expertly designed super shotgun. Once I got a job, it was one of the first few games that I happily bought full price on Steam, and it is one of the few games that I own that is consistently installed on my computer, usually in a source port like GZ Doom. As an aside, another main reason why I picked up Doom 2 was to play a fellow SA goons, the Kins, excellent realism wad, which uh, was my go-to, which is my go-to when I'm craving a quick burst of Doom 2 action. Yeah, I'm, I'm not familiar with that, but I will uh, I, put that on the list yeah i didn't get a chance to play it it has some goofy enemy designs it looks uh looks uh, like a lot of fun like good hmm. humor cool yeah cool cool yeah uh well well put the um it's funny because the the when people i mean i don't need to go on this this rant but like the the f the pc versus console fps thing mm-hmm. like that's a, the, the thing is if you go from playing golden eye to playing something like this like it's going to be a little bit of a wake-up call i think <laughs> um you know, like I think Goldeneye came out the same year Quake Two did, um, and that is such a better multiplayer shooter. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's really like it's about venue is 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 really what it is. Yeah, it it gets a lot of credit because of the the venue it's on. 
mm-hmm. you know, but like, I just don't think it, it holds up. It's just funny because I still hear people like really talk about how great Goldeneye is. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I just don't, you know, they're, it's not, they're talking about how much fun they had playing, go- playing yeah, Goldeneye. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I mean, I, I understand that intellectually. Mm-hmm. It just, uh, you know, as a, a peon piss baby on the internet, I need to make sure that they know that they're wrong. <laughs> so as, as I understand that intellectually, but as a garbage human being, I need to make sure to go out of my way to tell everybody who loves Goldeneye that they're wrong. Um, hey, did you know the thing you like is bad? <laughs> yeah. Did, hey, did, did, hey, hey, I, I didn't consider that. Thanks, thanks Gary. I didn't realize the Goldeneye was bad. Um, yeah. I just, I, I he just, just goes like, home and rips his Goldeneye poster down and stomps on it. I hadn't considered that. Smash, hey uh, Pierce, go fuck yourself. Um, I did, I just don't like Goldeneye. Yeah, too. That's the other thing too. Is it's one of the, and it's just the rare, it's the rare curse, man. It's the watch out for fireballs rare thing. It's just like everyone's just like, man, Goldeneye is amazing. I'm like, no, mm-hmm. no. Um, anywho, um, yeah, viva la doom. Uh, <laughs> Alex says via contact. While Doom was ported to every platform under the sun, ranging from decent to laughable, Doom Two was pretty much the domain of the PC crowd. Doom Two felt gigantic. Large maps that had so much more variety than the original game, and an expanded cast of demons that changed the gameplay in interesting ways, such as resurrecting enemies. I can't think of a game that did that trick so effectively before this. I feel the same anxiety in this as I do in Chalice Dungeons. Um, It is the perfect single-player twitch shooter, and when you want to play a game like Doom, you can't do any better. It's still the best shop for what, uh, what it is selling. I have a soft spot for the engine style, and I always love playing an FPS with 2D sprites in a 3D world. Shout out to Outlaws from LucasArts, the best Western game until Red Dead Redemption. Um, yeah, Outlaws is fun. Somebody brought that out, brought that up on our Slack channel. It may have actually been Alex. Mm-hmm. Um, Outlaws is really cool. That's a yeah. LucasArts uh, FPS. Oh man, I just got like a huge flashback. One of my earliest FPSs that I played was Dark Forces. Oh yeah, and that was really fun. Oh my gosh, using Star Wars weapons that was that was a good time, and it's very yeah. similar to this. Yeah, Dark Forces is fun, huh? Because um, you you get the powers and stuff. <laughs> uh go- actually no you don't get the powers until uh until jedi knight you oh, know uh, yeah kyle doesn't become uh doesn't become a uh is it kyle katarn i forget i don't, I don't know <laughs> no dash dash rendar is the one from the Shut n64 up. one sorry no <laughs> kyle katarn does not become a jedi until jedi knight beat you up. and even then only about a third of the way through beat you boy <laughs> <laughs> i wanted to correct my mistake <laughs> <laughs> but no, Dark Forces was good because I know what a uh, what a stormtrooper rifle is. You oh know? yeah, it's yeah. it's got that familiarity. Mm-hmm. Um, Gordon writes in confrontationally via contact, saying, "Hey Gary and Cole, fuck your verisimilitude. I want to run at forty miles per hour and fire a double-barreled shotgun into a demon's face. Story? That's just what wimps have instead of adrenaline. I picked this up just a few years ago, and holy hell, did it blow our embarrassment of modern FPSs out of the water." I think this is the tone he's writing it in. I hope you're not insulted, but I'm going to continue anyway. Yeah. Sure, it never has anything. <laughs> sure, it never has anything that has the impact of coming face to face with a cyber demon for the first time. But it introduces a slew of enemies, which manage to create a new bunch of fast-paced decisions, especially that asshole archfile. Tragically, it forgets that speed is king sometimes, and you find yourself lost, looking for a key or a door, dry humping walls, looking for secrets. Uh, but when action is its thickest. Uh, Doom 2 is the greatest and has yet to be bested. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree with that confrontational. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's not like I'm into like FPSs. Like, I'm like I'm never like, no. man, man, do I love a like a slow pace? Like, I mean, I do like a slow pace game, but like mm-hmm. in my shooting games, like a cover based shooter is not my favorite thing. Yeah, 
Like I will, I will always prefer a projectile based doom shooter to a cover based shooter. I, I think Gordon was just doing that for comedic effect. I don't know that we've ever said like doom is a, uh, is, is, is not good. No, yeah, <laughs> I, I no, I'm, more... I'm fairly certain we haven't. The, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think it was just, it was just funny, but like, you know, I, I like doom, bud. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I almost tweeted this. And of course, here's another episode of what did you almost tweet? Uh, yeah. But it's like, you know, fun is always going to Trump real. <laughs> Yeah, like that's a super basic kind of thing. But the fact that like, oh, we're just going to have you run really fast because that's what feels and looks good in this engine. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I played. Um, Did you play Rage? Uh, No, it's a real good example of what Doom did right. And <laughs> Rage is a good example of what Rage does wrong. <laughs> <laughs> OK, that's, <laughs> so I, that's, I that's, that's a weird to tautology. But yeah, okay. but it, it is true. Um. <laughs> Rage underlines why Doom is good and modern FPSs suck. So, it's, Gordon, if if you haven't played it, like, play Rage and just for like to to get a, an idea of what not to do. Yeah, um, you are slower than anything in Rage. <laughs> well, but it's a vehicle game. Like, I kinda and and you spend so much time regenerating health. Like regenerating health is is such a bullshit way to like. I mean, I I've been fine with it at times, but like I when you actually think about it, it just it's waiting. Like it just, it makes you inactive. Mm-hmm. Like there's nothing you're doing. Like it is just <laughs> like, you get to spend like a big part of your call of duty experience, like hiding behind walls. <laughs> it's not cool. No. Like why, why is that? Okay. Like, ugh. Mm. yeah. Um, oh my gosh. Like rage is another example of like one of those Carmack led games where mm. like, it's technically really impressive. I remember reading a lot about it because like, there's not just a bunch, like there's not a bunch of texture files in rage it's like one mega texture and that's yeah. how they managed to make the uh to make the levels kind of so big mm-hmm. um just just like it's it's a weird new way <laughs> that this crazy genius decided how can we continue tricking computers into making something look better than it ought to but mm-hmm. the game was so secondary yeah from what yeah. i from what i read you know there there are other neat things about rage too like the way the enemies approach you mm-hmm. is some of the best i've seen in games, like they use their environment and crawl over it in a really organic, awesome way, but it's it's not a good game. It also helps young meth dealers um, cope with the terrible things their mentors have them do. It's true. Yeah. It's totally true. And uh, yeah, it also the, I've never had a game end less expectedly than that. <laughs> the game like gets to a point where it's like you know you're actually part of the resistance and we're fighting the the occupation, and you go to the occupation's base to get some data. And you like plug in the data and credits. God fucking like, data, like, man. It's, data's it's, ruining it's, games. Yeah. It is another another casually a big big data. Um, Eric says via contact. Uh, my experience with 2.5D style first person shooters actually didn't start with Doom. Instead, the first one I played was Duke Nukem 3D in a friend's basement on his dad's computer. When I really started playing Doom was actually only a few years ago inside of source ports such as Z-Doom or Skalltag, mm. uh, eventually moving on to Zandronum, um, which greatly enhanced the experience with modern mouse look, FPS controls, and higher resolutions. Doom 2 by itself is a great first-person shooter and a very important piece of FPS history, but what really made it special for me was the sort- source ports and custom maps and mods, which are still being made to this day. There's a lot of really terrible Doom mods out there, but a lot of good mods too. I hope you guys end up taking a look at the community content. And uh, this is this is the Eric that made the Watch Out for Fireballs Doom yeah. Mod, which we mentioned in the last episode. Yeah. So, yeah, thank you, Eric. We really appreciate it. 
And we did, um, the episode ran a little bit longer than we expected. So we did talk about the community stuff, but we didn't talk about that much and didn't get as much chance mm-hmm. uh, to play as much as I would have wanted to. Yeah. Um, for this, I've just been been busy with the Kickstarter mostly. Mm-hmm. Um, but the uh, I do intend to dip a little yeah. bit further because I was really impressed. And one of the things when you say, you know, there are a lot of terrible maps out there, um, but the community is really well curated. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we were talking about Mario Maker and people complain about Mario Maker levels not being experts. A lot of that's Nintendo's curation's fault. Um, you know, Doom, it's like, oh, you just look at the... There's, a, there's 10 for each year going back to 1997 <laughs> that are really good and community-curated levels. Yeah. So that's, you know, 100 levels or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, more than 100 levels. That's, that's so many levels. <laughs> um, you know, yeah, and they're not levels. I mean, they're games. Like, it's yeah. like 100 sets of 32 levels, mm-hmm. you know, at least. So there's plenty out there, and it, it is it is easy to find. Yeah. Yeah, Doom, like, it's so weird, but Doom is like a genre. Yep. You know, like, it was the genre because everything was a clone, but, like, there is just infinite of this. Yep. Yep. Yeah, the cyber creamins rise to the top. (laughs) All right. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyway... (laughs) (laughs) Ollie writes in via contact. (laughs) This is our final one. I'm not quite sure what to make at the beginning, but I left it in just in case. Doom, four periods, two. Doom, all in caps, what appears to be 17 periods, two with what appears to be about 12 O's. What? (laughs) Um, I was young when this came out. I was too young to play this, uh, but such are the joys of older brothers coming home from college. The old Olivetti 286 was no longer the home of Hocus Pocus and Commander Keen and other Apogee platformers. It was now the home of hell. And a wonderful home it was. I dabbled in Wolfenstein 3D and the original Doom, but this game was something else. Those games paved the way, but this one mastered the path. I contend that the moment you first fire the double barrel shotgun and reload with that noise um, is one of the most satisfying and empowering moments in video games. It makes you feel like you're a badass. In fact, you just got a master's in badassery. There are some flaws. Final boss, anyone? But those are easily overlooked. It is amazing fun. I am blessed that I am still friends with some of the guys uh, from 20 years ago uh, whom I used to play Doom 2 with. To this day, we still have a challenge run in games we call, (laughs) sorry, to this day, we still have a challenge run in games we call Dooming It. Uh, We do it in almost every game from Dark Souls to Madden. It has one rule. Defense or patience are for whips. If you're dooming it, then you're uh, then you are on all-out attack. Fourth down on your ten on your own ten-yard line. No punting if you are dooming it. Ornstein and Smo, no shield or lock-on or backing away behind pillars. This makes Smo trivially easy if you uh, take out Orny first. A little bit of Dark Souls insider stuff there. Um, if you are dooming it, so you just gotta you gotta rock it. Right. Uh, For the last 20 years, we have challenged each other uh, with this. And for that, for that amazing link to my childhood, I will never forget Doom 2. Mm -hmm. That's great. Like, I don't know, like you really could have you couldn't have hitched your uh, your like games you played for socialization to a better horse than this one because of of the longevity it has. Like there are still Halo games coming out and that was the closest version of that that I had for my childhood or my, you know, early teenage years or whatever. But, um, you know, that's not the same as, as this. Just imagine what your life would have been like if you went to every game, golden eyeing it. (laughs) (laughs) um, I'm just being a brat. That's not, I don't even know what that would mean. Um, 
but yeah, no, that, that is, that is, that is true. The things that, um, make doom the thing that the things that doom is designed around are easily applicable to other games and make sense with video gaming as a verb mm-hmm. like the you know i want games to be bigger better things and and strive for new experiences like everyone else but at the same time like the things that make gaming feel good like once like doom is a great example of fun being a target emotion mm-hmm. for a game and i want there to be other emotions that games can aim for you know, and right now we've moved up to scary and fun. Like Jim from Frog Reactions <laughs> had a thing where it's like, we we got two emotions now, um, you know, and it does kind of feel like that. But Doom is such a good expression of the fun part of it mm-hmm. that like it does apply to so much. So good. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I am I'm hungry and sleepy. So that was why that was rambly. <laughs> and uh, that's also why I said that the cyber cream and rhymes top because <laughs> um, I'm sleepy and hungry. Um, but Doom 2 is great. You guys mm-hmm. are great for responding. Yeah. If you have any it. thoughts on King of Dragon Pass, Master Blaster, or System Shock 2, go to duckfeed.tv slash contact and send them our way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And uh, this episode does not have deleted scenes. Um, we talked about business, uh, <laughs> which happens from time to time. Mm-hmm. But we want to thank you guys for listening. Um, you guys know all the normal stuff to do. Go to patreon.com forward slash duckfeedtv or leave ratings and reviews on iTunes. Um, duckfeed.tv forward slash tip jar. Those are all great things you can do. Yeah. And uh, we really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Mombasa. Who is Zudon? (laughs) 